0: This is the best of two pros in a couple of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Let me just say this. That's as wild of a 2-hour quarterback stretch in uh, in the NFL as far as good.
2: off-season goes that I Did can you recall. Like it? Were you entertained? Good god. It's man. the off-season they said? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good right. god. Talk about other sports, please yes. and thank you for your response. <laughs> they say? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, by the way, if you're the NBA or you're college basketball, you're looking like, "Come on, man, can we just get a bite at the apple? Can just we a get something? Bit. Just just give us a little bit of something so we can have a a, a conversation here now." We are going to um, uh, because people have been tweeting uh, and hitting us up about it, uh, we are going to uh, coming up in about uh, 20 minutes from now. We have got receipts from this show.
2: People have been tweeting about yeah, it. Yeah, they, oh, uh, they they
1: remember uh, some on air disagreements and heated discussions about the Aaron Rodgers situation. And so were they uh, heated? Yeah, yeah. I think things got a little bit heated from uh, from time to time. Did uh, they really? Yeah, they did on this show. And uh, so all the way
2: from back in August, we have got some stuff that we are going I mean, to. You know, uh, me and Brady love a nice, cool little exchange here and there. You
1: yeah, know, we're brothers. Well, listen, I mean, it uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun to take a trip down memory lane, <laughs> oh. all the way back to uh, to August. That's a long uh, this time. This has it been is. a long time. It has been. Uh, now, it's been um, a long time coming for me. Yeah, yeah it, okay. it certainly has been. Uh, yes. Now the uh, the Russell Wilson uh, aspect. I'm of I'm not things, a poor
2: winner, though. Okay. However, I am a poor loser. Okay. I mean, well, listen.
1: Right. Uh, I, I think. Uh, I think all that's going to be uh, be cleared up here in about. Uh, I'm 20 a minutes horrible
2: from now. winner. Yeah, I'm a horrible winner. Well, we, but but I'm a very very poor loser. Well, we will not uh, we
1: will not ruin the uh, the unveiling of that uh, again. Right. A trip down memory lane uh, to a heated back and forth on the Aaron Rodgers what? saga Why back it? in August. It just it is what it is. No, here, it's just here, how we Here is sometimes. here is the uh, the one that uh, I think a lot of people did not expect maybe to happen as fast as it did. Uh, Russell Wilson, he
2: gone. Is, um, is Denver considered the West? Is that the West? Uh, division yeah. wise, it, yeah, it is the West, right? Yeah, Mountain so Mountain. he was telling y'all he was coming West. I like it out West, and I cannot lie. Y'all know the brother can't deny <laughs> when I need a team, I say I'm going West. And where'd he end up uh, at? But uh, the Denver I mean, Broncos. Technically, he went east though from where he's he at, yeah, yeah, but he stayed West, right? Uh, yeah, uh, but I just wanted to make sure I cleared up that he was telling us that he wanted to stay West. And ended up in what is it that the Mountain West? Well, don't worry. No, if, I mean, just yeah. just the West. Yeah, just yeah. The, way, okay. the West. The West division-wise. Okay. I mean, but I, I mean, w- I know divisional, <laughs> but I'm just saying, geographically speaking. Yeah, it's mountain time. Mountain. Yeah. Okay. So it's um,
1: But, totally uh, you know, th- it's it's weird because we were talking about this a couple of days ago where Pete Carroll and John Schneider and these guys were like, man, we have no intention of trading Russ. And uh, they turned down a trade offer from the Washington Commandos. Yes, we know it's commanders. Uh, 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 the Washington Commandos uh, uh, that reportedly w- had more uh, more to, uh, to, to offer the Seattle Seahawks. But, uh, you know, then people looked at that and said, well, I guess Russ is going to be staying put. And we said it two days ago on the show. That's not what it meant. It just meant they were slow playing it to wait for other things to go down and see what was going to happen on the Aaron Rodgers front. And away we go. Uh, the Denver Broncos land themselves another future Hall of Fame quarterback via trade. Uh, first, it was Elway. Then it was Peyton Manning. And now uh, Brady Quinn, uh, your guy, Russell Wilson, Mr. Mr. Unlimited is all the way, uh, you know, hanging out uh, at mile high. How about that?
3: Uh, we talked about this earlier in the week, like the the two dates as far as when the dominoes would fall would be after Aaron rogers made his decision that happened yesterday and then shortly thereafter you know you see george payton for the denver broncos act swiftly i mean he he, he look this sort of stuff was starting to come out of the combine in regards to the structure of whether it was a rogers trade going somewhere else or wilson or even watson i mean as crazy as that might sound to people out there A lot of teams, whether whether rubbing shoulders or bumping shoulders in Indianapolis, were looking at the framework of what would be a a trade for Deshaun Watson once things get cleared up from a criminal perspective. Now, this Friday is a big date for that. There's there's going to be, uh, I I believe there's a – it's not a public trial or anything like that. It's like a public subpoena where the grand jury decides whether or not to move forward with the case. They could outright throw it out this Friday depending on the testimony. And if that criminal case gets thrown out, there's a lot less concern by teams looking to trade for Watson. And so you should look for that to heat up depending on the decision Friday. And so this is all a product of and, – and George Payton can say whatever he wants. The second Aaron Rodgers said no, that's when they moved on. They had to wait until he decided to, to stay in Green Bay before he was going to move on to Russell Wilson. They got him. Uh, Talked to someone within our front office yesterday who, you know, may have been interested in a guy like Russell Wilson. And his response was, seems like a lot in in compensation for Russell Wilson, Uh, obviously all pending a physical. And my (laughs) response to him was, well, the price of winning is high. So (laughs) that's that's how it works. But I, I find the interesting thing about this is it didn't improve drastically their overall chances of wins. Winning the division or clinching a playoff spot—like if I was to tell you guys they have less than a fifty percent chance of making the playoffs, even with Russell Wilson—how would that hit you?
2: It seems I wouldn't wrong. be Well, I—I I wouldn't say I, it seems wrong. I would be okay with it. I, okay. I, I think it's. I'll tell you this: that is one hundred percent the sexiest division to watch. Even more so oh, now, God. far and away. Yeah. Uh, if if you're if you're telling me I get to see. him go up against him and Pat go twice a year I I mean come on I mean Herbert Carr wow wow I'm I got excited like dang like that's gonna be fun to watch like can you imagine watching those duels like if it's Aaron Rodgers it's like wow it's it's like you you feel the same well I would have felt the same excitement in terms of quarterback duels But man, for some strange reason, I get excited to think that Russell Wilson being in Denver it makes it it made this division like it was pretty sexy before. It's super ridiculously far and away sexier now.
1: Why? Why is there the feeling that it was too much for Russell Wilson? I mean, just looking at uh, so it's It's it's, NFC West. Well, yeah, I I guess. Um, I mean,
3: what was the toughest division in football last year? We argue the NFC West. Yeah. I mean, the NFC West sent three teams to to the playoffs.
1: But as far as like the comp coming back to to the Seattle Seahawks, whether it's Drew Locke, Noah Fant, uh, Shelby Harris, two first, uh, including the number nine this year, two seconds, uh, uh, which is the and number forty round. pick, and then a fifth. Yeah. Wh- why is that considered too much for a guy who's a future Hall of Famer? Who look, I know he was banged up last year, but before he got injured, he was. Pl- it's not like he was. There was a decline in his play, was there? Like that, that's why I'm, I'm surprised why people look at, that would say that this is too much for a guy like Russell. Wilson
3: well it it, it surprised me a little bit too only because it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what you give up in order to get him if it works yeah right if Denver wins the Super Bowl are we ever going to talk about again the fact that it was what eight players for Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick that's what obviously Denver got in exchange Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick yeah and and look at the players that they moved on from Drew Locke they were done they were done they were done. There was, there was no sense in keeping Drew Locke on that roster. Give him a fresh start somewhere else. Seattle can kick the tires on him for a year. So be it. Uh, Noah Famp, good player. Do they ultimately really need him that much? Probably not. They've got Albert O. They've got some of their pieces. This is a, a tight end class. They'll be able to find some depth there. I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't get Trey McBride at some point in this draft. Kid out of Colorado State, close to home there. It makes some sense. Um, you know, you look at... Shelby Harris, who I think is one of the more underrated uh, d- defensive tackles. They'll list him as a defend- DN because he plays a five technique and a three-four, but he plays more of as a three technique. So he's a great fit in Seattle's scheme and what they do. Um, but he, you know, he's, to me, a bigger loss than I think people are, are acknowledging. I, I think the interesting thing about you know what's been given up is, are, are we expecting the Denver Broncos to crater now and these picks to be and Anywhere in the mid-teens, I, I think they're going to be in the, in the back half, back third of the first round or of the second round. Like That's the problem with, with you know, giving away these picks. It's like, well, Denver's going to be successful now. I think they're projected based on the sports line projections to win at least nine games. right? So they'll be at least nine and eight, have a winning record. I, I would, I'm a little more bullish on them. I think they could be a nine win, 10 win, 11 win, somewhere in there in a really tough division. But I, I look at it and go, I, I don't think it's that much considering what actual draft picks you are giving up especially in the future if you win and then on top of that it doesn't matter if you win like if the broncos go on a playoff run and and win and even if they lose in the super bowl a year from now we're all going it was worth it worth it was it not 100%. it was 100
2: percent worth it we're having that same conversation right now about the Rams, yeah right and, and, yeah. and at the end of the day uh, Seattle did what they needed to do as well because they are now in full, you know, all out rebuild. You got to rebuild it, and they've needed to rebuild it. And if this was the time, if there were a better time to try to start to rebuild with some of the pieces that you have in place to give yourself the opportunity to possibly, are you going to sign back some of these guys that you have on the team? You know, mainly guys like DK and and uh, Tyler Lockett. What are you going to do with them? Are you going to keep them? Are you working to to put a piece in place for them? This is the time to do it right now. So, I... I Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, the Pete Carroll-Russell Wilson relationship just seemed odd. Like, after, la- last season, yeah, after last season. After that last offseason.
1: Like, just based on all the reports, the rumors went out there. Because you remember, man, it, uh, Russell Wilson's agent going rogue with those uh, those four teams he wanted to go to, uh, that Russell Wilson said, no, that's not true. The fact that his agent would just do that on his own. Man, just reckless uh, work by his agent there. And then you had Pete Carroll comment afterwards. They were at training camp together, and they made sure to get on the mic together and let everybody yeah, know it's all good. But you got to go
2: good. a little bit backwards and, and talk. Talk about how they called in the question that Pete Carroll doesn't have to answer to anyone. So there were moments where there were there weren't receipts connected to some of the things that were being said, but they were getting put out there for the public to consume. And it just made you feel as though this was a relationship that was indeed wrapping up. So, I, I mean, he made it very clear. His his whether it was coming f- direct in terms of Russ and and the feeling of talking to mayors of New Orleans or whatever it <laughs> may have been, he was making it very clear that he would be okay getting up out of there. So I, I mean again. It seemed like it was the perfect timing, and 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 actually, to me, I think a win for both teams. I don't think any team lost in this trade. If you you know, from my my estimation, I
1: have a question for you guys because Brady, you played in Denver, obviously. Lavar, did you ever play in Denver? Play a game? I've in Denver? played there. yes. Okay. All right. So here's the question: They uh,
2: paid I, me rent that day.
1: And in fact, I <laughs> would actually I would say that this is the most important question uh, surrounding the Russell Wilson trade to the Denver Broncos mm. because it's at Mile High. How will his pre-game solo
2: two-minute warning affect his cardio during the actual game. I think he'll, he'll. There will be film and footage that comes about that shows he does it in the off-season, okay. just to make sure Very that good. that he's ready to go when on, the season gets here on, on
1: horseback. Because it's Denver, you it's, know, so, it, okay. it's possible. It might Very be a mini, it
2: might be a My Little Mini Pony. Okay, that's good my oh, little that, Mini pony? Yeah. Unbelievable! Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, me I know what that is. I don't either. I really don't. <laughs> it's like
1: a like a show
2: pony. I just wanted <laughs> to make it purple with with green hair and <laughs> yeah. Uh, they do
3: have uh, they do have a lady that rides a horse out there. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> do, do. do they? they do. They do. Yeah. 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 I'm not, and I'm not I'm not talking about shotgun willies either. Oh,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. So there's there's chaps for our, on. For right? our Denver yeah. crowd. We yeah. may be tuning in right now. There's one in Tijuana too. We brought to There's you. One Jesus. one in our inbox, too. What the hell is that? Uh, who the was donkey. that, Alberto? Is that a, an actual the donkey? The biggest donkey of all, Coop. Uh, all right. That, oh, was that wow. Oh, that was Justin Cooper Do you want a donkey impression? Yes. Can we hear that again?
2: Oh, man. Oh, that, that's really Coop doing yeah, it? That's, that's Coop doing good. that? The star of liar liar, liar. Yeah, the star like liar liar. The star
1: of Liar Liar impersonating a donkey. How about that? Wow.
2: Who knew? That's an impressive donkey. <laughs> that's pretty good. One <laughs> sure. more time. Let's it one more
1: time.
0: That's impressive. It is. on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Back in August, before this show was even officially announced, uh, one of the heated debates in the back and forth was about Aaron Rodgers and what his plans are going to be uh, next season. Why
2: is he an instigator, um, though? Oh, well, no, uh, There's
1: such an instigator. I'm tr- I'm tr- I just want to set the table the on heated, this. The heated debates. For, for people that were not here at <laughs> the time. Were they heated? Yeah, they were heated. For people that weren't here at the but, time. Roberto's
2: face is like, no, nah, they, they were heated. I just want to set. Okay. I want to set the table I feel so for like
1: they were for people that were not here that uh, that it felt you know a little bit awkward, a little bit uncomfortable at the time, and so uh, we were waiting to see how the Aaron Rodgers thing was going to play out. And so I'm not trying to bring up any bad stuff or cause a problem between Brady and Levar, oh gosh, but uh, go. let's go all the way back a little trip down memory lane to <laughs> August of 2021 oh when the discussion was Aaron Rodgers' future.
3: Before, look, I'm telling you right now, I think next year Aaron Rodgers comes back to the Green Bay Packers. I know you disagree. I know you think he's gonna retire, or go elsewhere, uh, but I'm just telling you, I got a feeling he's
1: coming back to the Packers. Brady Quinn, take a bow. That
2: is take, uh, you take a bow.
1: That is so well done.
2: So well done. Oh, what do you think, LeVar? That is What do so you good. think? Yeah. You're I, playing checkers. we playing chess over here, LeVar. I got to admit. we playing chess over here, LeVar. I, I got to tell you guys, I, I thought he was leaving Green Bay. I, I mean, There we go. I'm just glad the debate is over. You know what I mean? Oh, that's great. It's a wonderful is day. great. That might be the best one right there. That's pretty good. I'm like, wait, hold on. I, I don't recall yeah, this. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. A little discount double check Great. all the way that, from. That uh, was very confrontational. Double it uh, I, I like it. Very good.
1: Very good. So, uh, yeah,
2: we were uh, expecting that uh, Aaron Rodgers was uh, going to make a decision Her, at some I mean, point. I, I mean, I can't believe you guys didn't <laughs> put my production up there of all my inside information <laughs> that was saying that there was zero chance that he was coming back to Green uh, Bay. Well, listen you know. to me. You know what? time constraints. Uh, I, tell you. I mean, yeah, I just, can uh, tell you definitively last year was a different story than what this year was, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, um, I just right. know that the end result was the end result. That's, that's, and I'm glad you got it right, Brady. That's, 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 all, that's all I could go with is I'm just glad, I'm glad you were there. I mean, uh, I might've been a little bit uh, off. You know? <laughs> we had to, uh, I mean, you could clearly tell that was all the way from
1: back in August. Yeah. No no post-production <laughs> no, from like a couple nothing. weeks ago, nothing yeah, at no, all. No. Uh, Nothing at all. Uh, Maybe we'll reveal the uh, behind the scenes as to how that worked. Uh, It was nearly uh, ruined uh, because uh, we were not expecting LeVar to walk in the studio when Brady was (laughs) recording that. (laughs) What, this morning? No, no. no. It was a couple weeks weeks ago. ago. So you never walk in the production studio. And so uh, we were putting this together, and Brady's recording it during one of the breaks, and all of a sudden you just randomly walk back there right at that time when you never go to the studio. I was up and, on it, huh? And Roberto and, and Lee are like, Oh, hold on. Like you just see him panicking. <laughs> <laughs> because we thought the whole bit was going to be ruined, but, uh, very you know, good guys. Congrats. Good. Alvar. Good. Uh You did call your shot uh, back very in August. Good. You said Aaron Rodgers is coming
2: back. I really could care less. Uh, it <laughs> does, I really, care <laughs> I really like could care less. I am not basing,
1: moment.
2: I'm not basing anything off of what Aaron uh, Rodgers does. The, the, you know, connected to my greatness. I, I like to live in it by myself. You know what
1: I mean? Uh, now here's the uh, we were seeing some stuff out there that he was getting a quote unquote four year two hundred million dollar deal. Now Rodgers has disputed that claim. I think it was uh, Ian Rappaport who came out with that. So what the hell is the contract going to look like? Because if it's if it's not that, but he they are adding years on. How is this whole thing going to look? Because it does feel like a lot of this was predicated on I got to make sure Devonte Adams is back in some capacity, and we got to make sure this whole. Thing uh, you know fits nicely, uh, and then we figure out the finances afterwards. As far as Aaron Rodgers goes,
3: yeah, the the first thing was they had to extend it to a length that would limit his cap hit because he was, I think, forty seven million roughly or approximately against the cap this year. So one of the reasons why there, there's a bit of confusion over what the the numbers are going to be or the final numbers is, is he it's going to be a longer contract than he's going to actually play. So, for example, he doesn't want to play four years. And this thing could actually end up looking like a five-year deal where they take whatever it was – because he's going into the last year of his deal – whatever it was going to be this year and tag on another four years to spread out the signing bonus and his compensation that he's really going to receive over the next two. And then similar to what we saw with Drew Brees and one of the reasons why the Saints are in cap hell right now, you know, you'll see – Avoidable years on the end of it so if he retires after a year or two um, you know yes they have to absorb that hit on the books from the signing bonus but whatever his salary is would just go away and, and, and that would come off of the books so that's why they're still trying to figure out the structure of it they're doing it in unison with Devontae Adams, who they placed the franchise tag on yesterday, and they're trying to work in coordination to ensure he gets the deal that's structured so he's compensated for what he really should be as one of the best wide receivers in the game, but also it gives him the freedom or potential out for him to leave after two or three years. Um, so he can go play somewhere else if, if he doesn't want to stay in Green Bay once Aaron Rodgers retires. So that's kind of where we are with this whole contract negotiation, how everything's working out right now. The details should come out later on, but uh, they'll, they'll look somewhere, again, a contract that the length of it is a little longer than what he will actually end up playing.
2: It puts Green Bay in a, an excellent pole position to to try to negotiate and convince people to do what needs to be done in order to try to keep this team together. They're right there. I mean, if you if you paid attention, this team is right there, and they're consistently right there. And if 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 you're looking at it from the standpoint of what what it took and what what the conversations are in order for Aaron Rodgers to be returning, you got to believe that it's based upon them having a, a conversation and an idea that they're closer to winning a Super Bowl than not. And and that would be a major you know, piece of it, I would assume, for Aaron Rodgers. I think it would be a major piece for the rest of the people that are going to have to be a part of all of this working out in order to keep some of the guys that you need to keep and still feel confident about where you are it, with with some of the guys that you're going to have to move on from. So uh, you know, for him to do it now and not not drag it out any longer than this says to me that one he's he is committed to winning. Two that that now they have the ability to to really look at what they want to possibly do in free agency um leading up to uh, the draft so this this to me puts Green Bay in an excellent position even with the the challenges that they had to have your the ability to say Aaron is coming back now I mean he told y'all in the beginning I y'all didn't use that soundbite but <laughs> he told y'all in the beginning <laughs> that people come to Green Bay not for Green Bay not for cheese um, not for Lambeau Field they come to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers and now that you're able to say that you have Aaron coming back, I think that a lot of things will fall into place for uh Green Bay moving forward this off season I mean he's uh just
1: i, I want when did this change like when did it all of a sudden become he realized this is the place he wanted to be because denver making this making the move for Russell Wilson so soon after Aaron Rodgers made his decision. Like, do NFL trades actually come together that quick, or did Denver get the inkling over the weekend or in Indianapolis at the combine? Long. It
2: does not take long to get a deal done. That's when, a lot. When of... you want to get a deal done, deals get done. That's it doesn't a... take long. That's a lot of compensation, though, for it, to just spin it
1: back in 90 minutes and, and get a deal done in like fact, that.
2: In fact, sometimes if a deal – like, they, you know, the term they say, if you think long, you think wrong. A lot of times in deals that take place in trades, they're they're – they're quick because you don't want to have all that time to think about, like, man, am I making the right decision giving away all of these draft picks? Or what, should we be giving away this guy? When, when you think about those things for too long, it, it, you're, you can always poke holes and why you shouldn't give up your draft picks, especially if you're a team that builds through the draft. But, man, this was the right decisions. You know, these this, this is – so far you are seeing – Maybe there's there's some there's some real entertainment um, value to what's taking place. But so far, so good in terms of the, the, the winners of what's taking place. I don't see any losers yet. I haven't right. seen a loss. Right. Yeah.
3: So. so I think what ended up happening, this is almost like in a relationship when someone's hurt by the other, like someone cheats on the other. Right. And let's just call Jordan Love where Brian Guttenkunst, for example, kind of cheated on Aaron Rodgers. Went behind his back, didn't tell him, didn't forewarn him, traded up to take him in the first round. And and so I keep going back to that, because whether or not anyone wants to admit publicly that Jordan Love was the linchpin or what started this whole process, he was. If Jordan Love isn't there, there's no time clock on when Aaron Rodgers is going to leave Green Bay. But the second he got there, it was like, oh, okay, we've seen this story before with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Eventually, they're going to move on from Rodgers. And so it's probably twofold. You know, maybe Jordan Love hasn't impressed them enough to make them feel like they could. And maybe he'll never play as a Green Bay Packer as far as a starting quarterback, honestly, um, or at least one that is going to be the guy or viewed as the guy. But I think things started to change after the season uh, for a couple of reasons. One, when Tom Brady retired, Sean Payton steps down as the head coach of the Saints. You know, you're kind of looking at that and going, "Okay, hold on for a second. That's the Saints. That's the Bucks. Those are two pretty good teams in the NFC. Jimmy G thinks he's going to be gone, traded elsewhere. You got transition in San Francisco. Uh, now you're looking at the Rams and saying, can they really repeat? Like, when's the last time we saw a team win back-to-back years in the Super Bowl? Seems pretty unlikely. And then you're looking at the Seahawks trading away Russell Wilson. You're going, okay, hold on for a second. Maybe my clearest path... Now looking at all of this, and granted Russell happened afterwards, but they had an idea of how things would would work. Maybe this clearest path actually is staying in the NFC, much clearer than what it would be in the AFC. And that on top of Tom Clements. Once the team hired back Tom Clements and Aaron Rodgers had a conversation with him, their relationship is so close where Tom Clements wouldn't come back and just coach for anyone or wouldn't come back to that position unless Aaron Rodgers was coming back. Like, he wouldn't do that to him and vice versa. So the second they hired Tom Clements, it was a done deal. They had, they had everything building the momentum to be able to sign Aaron Rodgers and appease him and make him happy. Uh, it, shouldn't be, it shouldn't be underestimated how big that hiring was and bringing it back a guy who really didn't need to come back and coach if he didn't want to. But
0: he's doing this to be with Aaron for the final couple of years of his career. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
2: Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real...
1: When you talk about success, uh, there's one name that comes to mind. It's Petros Papadakis, AM570 LA Sports. could agree more. The Petros and Money Show. What a guy. Fox College Football Analyst. So amazing. Uh, I mean, uh, you name it, he does it. Petros, what the hell's happening? How's your Wednesday? Morning. I don't know yet. <laughs> What's uh? <laughs> right out the gate.
4: Uh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's an honest answer. Yeah, that yeah. is true. Yeah, it's yes, probably a
1: bad yeah. question. Uh, to be fair. Yeah. Um,
4: well, you guys yeah. have been going for a while. I mean, it's fair. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's we, true. we have uh, been up.
1: Petrus, I wanted to ask your thoughts on um, Kyler Murray. I don't know if you saw the news, uh, but he. What did, uh, now well, he did. Old, he re-
4: puffy face. He did. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> he did uh, <laughs> repost all his pictures of the Cardinals on his Instagram <laughs> account Yay. Everything's good here. So you know, I know you're. Uh, you're up to speed on all that stuff now. So we appreciate it. You know, it seems your like kind
4: of a douche, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's one, it's one way of describing it. Well, then
4: there's Aaron Rodgers, who just like, he needs so much attention.
3: Right? <laughs> and then hey, there's the Russell
4: way- Wilson, whose voice and like whole persona changed deeply in Seattle. Like he was te- teenage lady killer kid sensation of the Sir Mix-a-Lot Posse. Uh, these guys, quarterbacks have lost their minds.
2: <laughs> My pussy's on Broadway. They're getting paid <laughs> so up.
4: much though, Petros. Excuse me?
2: They're getting paid so
4: much. That's yeah, why. That's, I mean, that's what it is. They
3: make mean, it so much they just lose. I mean, look at Brian Kelly. He developed a Southern accent. He started dancing on recruits. I mean, he'll do whatever you tell him to do for a hundred million dollar contract.
4: Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I do like how. Uh, I like how. I like the Brian Kelly and Baton Rouge Zydeco music. <laughs> the old Commodore. Style, uh, And they got Jaden Daniels, the quarterback from Arizona yeah, State. Did. And, yeah. you know, I've never seen a guy, like, forget how to throw the football <laughs> like Jaden Daniels did last year. Like, the poor kid really struggled. Like, he really just could not deliver the ball anymore down the field and had some kind of block. And we had a Arizona State game later in the year, and I asked Herm Edwards, of course, you know, what's up with – Quarterback, what are you guys doing? Doing What's up proof? With that? Yeah. Ooh, wee. <laughs> and Herb and Herb said, uh, Herb said, well, well, what we have to do is to see the ball being caught with yeah. our hands, yeah. and then we want to see the ball being caught and run with down the field. Mm. And I was like, writing in my notes. Daniels continues to struggle. (laughs) (laughs) So it'll be interesting. I mean, he really is. Well, before Caleb Williams showed up in the West Coast, Jaden Daniels was by far the most mobile quarterback in the Pac-12. Now, they won't just call a power play for him like they did with uh, Caleb at Oklahoma and have him get underneath the guard and, and run the ball. But he is beautifully mobile and long and big, beautiful, sweeping jump cuts and can really avoid people. And I hope he gets it together out there and can throw the ball for old Colonel (laughs) Brian Kelly. And I like how Brian Kelly, now that he's no longer under... The Golden Dome is That's just right. – he's just like a giant dartboard for Brady.
2: Hey, I ain't finished winning yet.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I Brady's, ain't done.
4: Brady's got like the blow dart. Like, Hi,
2: whoop, whoop, whoop. Here's what I'd say is had he
3: not done the southern <laughs> accent thing and the dancing thing where they lost out on that recruit anyway – I would have had an issue with it, but it was like, you go down there and you change your accent, it's like, come on, man, that's the most disingenuous thing you can do.
4: Well, my radio partner pointed it out that, uh, now look, I go to Greece and I find myself speaking English with a Greek accent. You know, I mean, what do you want? How does it sound? Yeah. stupid. <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean people get caught up in their environment. Oh, but the one my radio partner pointed Maybe they out, you can't
3: understand him if he doesn't speak in southern. Uh, no,
4: right? I don't think that it's, that's true but it's not it's not like it's you know, he's going back in time. Well, it's, some might say. But uh, but my radio partner did point this out. He went on TV and they asked him about it during the LSU bowl game. And, you know, he went up in the booth and he was like, well, I'm from Boston and, and Bostonians don't really have accents. So we just kind of pick up and I was like, what (laughs) the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
2: Can I, can I uh, ask you about Russ going to Denver? Um, Obviously this now turns into such a competitive, uh, division i mean what's your take on it like i said there was no loser in this this trade what what's what's your take away from it well first and
4: foremost uh i go on the radio in seattle once a week on uh, our our seattle affiliate at iheart media with softy yes dave softy Mahler. so i have my finger on the pulse of the city of the yeah. seattle of, of, of on the, the northwest yeah. seattle the oh wow Tacoma area oh my <laughs> hand is firmly on the uh, yeah on the needle oh, yeah. Yeah. okay yep. yeah
2: Brady Quinn is yeah. animal <laughs> you know Brady it
4: used to be a logging town <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can, I can believe that, yeah. It Papa Dacus a- is, is an animal. Y'all are yeah. animals right now. Yeah. Go ahead. Animal sauce. L- Lincoln
1: logs in this case. Yeah.
2: Okay. A All lot right. of timber up there. Yeah. yeah. Hand, really
0: on- we yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> hand on the timber. This
4: is so soundboard.
3: But, uh, <laughs> hand on the
2: timber.
4: It is an interesting situation because, uh, there's a lot of people up there blaming Pete Carroll and John Schneider and saying, Why did we let a 70-year-old coach win a power struggle (laughs) with a franchise quarterback? In today's day and age, those are few and far between. There are some saying that Russell's not that guy anymore. There are some saying that Russell forced this and Ciara, the singer, forced this. It it is kind of funny. That's
2: how you say it. Say it again. Ciara.
4: Ciara. Is that her name? (laughs) Ciara. (laughs) I like the the way you
2: said it better. I like the way you said it. (laughs)
4: And, yeah. uh, I mean, all I ever hear is sound bites of, like, Russell Wilson when he first got into the league where he's like, hello, I'm Russell Wilson. Please don't smoke marijuana. And then now, like, on his Instagram, he's talking about his wife, like, look at her over there, pregnant at all. <laughs> <laughs> and now she trying to take a photo, and it's like, what? What happened to this guy? Like,
2: like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's called turned yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, that's all that.
4: That's all that money. That's hey, called. That's hey. called
2: worth it and turned out. Oh, so yeah. See, aura did it to him.
4: I don't know what happened. Yeah, hell uh, yeah! The not? other wife looked like she was going to bite the head off a horse. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hey, International oh. Women's Day, everybody. Let's go. Oh, well, I oh, see, yeah.
3: Aaron Rodgers ruined it yesterday, right? Because he had to, he had to chime in and make. His whole deal there on International Women's Day. That's you
1: already know. <laughs> yeah.
4: You know, speaking of that, I did. Uh, I did talk about it yesterday. I mean, this year. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this year was the year of the wife. If you think about it, mm. you know, we had a, a Whitworth's wife who attacked me on Twitter.
2: Yeah. And
4: nerve. With uh, Andrew Whitworth, Melissa, lovely lady. Mm. And uh, then you had uh, a uh, Ke- Kelly Stafford's all over the news, knocking recently. knocking
2: people off of off of stages. Well, she didn't do that. Yeah, but yeah. She knocked, she, the, knocked she the right on off. Hey, didn't, uh, she didn't throw a Didn't Kelly Stafford uh, go after y'all got you too? Yeah, Kelly, Kelly Stafford
1: went after Petro. She too, I mean.
4: also attacked me. Yes. Yeah. and With then we have a uh, we have uh, a <laughs> Nina Westbrook. Oh
2: yeah, she just yeah. popped uh, off.
4: She's talking now. Oh. Uh, you know, it's really the year of the wife. Oh, and I'm proud of these women. International Women's Day forever. Well,
2: girls,
4: I, mean, I don't mean to be rude
1: <laughs> <And laughs> I
4: don't mean to be rude
2: oh my god by the way oh my god. Since,
1: since petra started using the soundboard this is taken off and gone. it's big Frida. It's, big Frida. it's my big Frida. do
4: you know who big Frida is big Frida is a, a is a big uh, it's a big dude uh, who likes to dress up and I'm saying this right uh because I've I Big Frieda's is not like a they or them. I think it's just she's just he. Huh. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, know uh, Frieda Big is a rapper. She's a rapper in New Orleans. She does bounce music.
2: Okay.
1: Yaga, 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 yaga. Oh. Oh, wow. uh, Petros, what do you make of um, uh, how much how much sympathy do you give, um, you know, Russell Westbrook with just all the uh, just hellacious things people are saying about him?
4: Well, I mean, I remember I'm old enough to remember the LeBron's going to trade you chance for every 19-year-old on the Lakers. <laughs> you know, that didn't seem very nice. Yeah, uh, I mean, th- I guess I'm getting old, but the NBA, and I think it's about the money, too, and the amount of money and how coddled these players are in today's day and age. And maybe it's right. I don't know. But just how coddled these guys are and how soft they are. I mean, Devin Booker moved the Toronto Raptor to, to shoot a free throw <laughs> a couple months ago. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, For those of us that grew up watching a different NBA, which you kind of are getting a taste of in a very cartoonish manner with that HBO show that premiered on Sunday. So I, I, I thought it was I mean, look, nobody social media opens things up to a lot of anonymous idiots and people do get death threats. People get terrible things said to them on social media. I am nowhere in the stratosphere of a Russell Westbrook and. You know, I deal with that all the time. We all do. So we all kind of understand that to a certain degree. And obviously that's not cool. And there's no place for that. But the stuff in the stadium and calling the guy Westbrook when literally, I mean, I learned this with being called Petros Papadikoulos. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you tell people that you don't like it, <laughs> that it's going to happen more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and pot roast poopadakis and all those things oh, man. and look oh, at me man. i grew up i'm yeah. well adjusted <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: hey
3: petros before you leave i i gotta ask you about no, calvin no. Ridley. <laughs> go <laughs> ahead sorry brady no with calvin ridley like how do you view that whole scenario did did you well care? uh you know the world is
4: kind of flipped in a in a lot of ways uh when i grew up learning to be a broadcaster, and there was a lot of people that are that are dead now that were still doing it, that were like the, you know, like Joe Buck and all them are, we were like the, the gold standard, uh, you know, now. Uh, and, you know, th- when I was younger, it was like when I came in, I think it was John Madden still working. Uh, so the point is uh, there are a lot of really old people, and the mantra was, you know, we don't talk about politics and we don't talk about gambling and now if you turn on a football game it's like politics and gambling all over the place <laughs> i mean uh and I, I mean brady you were at a fox seminar where they did a whole hour on gambling and then rupert murdoch's kid came up there and talked about politics you know i mean you know it was i mean and for a lot of us sitting there i mean it was just like a new world order uh so the world has definitely changed. I mean, there's an NFL team in Las Vegas, which is unheard of uh, for those of us that are a little bit older around sports. That being said, they draw pretty. I mean, for, for a guy who played at USC and two pro football players and then you from Thousand Oaks, <laughs> uh, there, there are very clear lines about gambling drawn for you the moment you reach campus. And whatever facility you're in, it is a real no-no <laughs> when it comes to that. everybody's very aware of it. it these penalties have happened to better players in different circumstances. Pete Rose is banned from baseball for God's sakes you know so uh I thought the year is the year I mean it's the it's kind of an automatic thing and it's happened to a lot of guys and I didn't have a real take on it one way or another, other than that it is, as Tom Cruise said, in A Few Good Men, galactically stupid. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get him on Twitter, at the old P. Uh, Petros Papadakis, uh, co-host of the Petros and Money Show on the Blowtorch am 57 LA Sports. Fox College Football Analyst uh, and one of the, uh, the highlights of the week for us here. Uh, Petros, always appreciate a man. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, good luck with those gas prices out there.
4: Yeah, well, at least I don't drive a Chevrolet Silverado.
2: <laughs> a silver Chevrolet yeah. Silverado. It's, a, it's
4: white. I have. It's like pearl. It's an Armenian it, oh, I need God. one of those uh, free Armenia stickers. Bro. <laughs> Take it through Glendale. If you're I'm not, you, well, I, I mean, I drive by Glendale every day to work. <laughs> I drive in that area every day to work, and like every, and I look pretty Armenian, so I fit. Like <laughs> yeah, you do.
1: You <laughs> yeah, blast do. some system of a dad. bro. It's uh, hit the high country, bro. High country. <laughs> we not, have a, a head-up display, <laughs> easy lift and lower
2: tailgate, bro. Racist. Thank you. Oh, Thank come you. Corner
4: step rear bumper, bro.
2: Berto, you're not going to hit the button, Berto.
1: Racist. Yeah, oh, we got to get. We got him twice. Uh, Petros will do. Do it again next week, man. Hey, <laughs> Dude, bro.
0: <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.